My name is Kathy Pantelidis, and I'm a transition specialist in Region 1, which is Long Island, New York. Kathy explains her region's training on the student-directed IEP process, which first began in 2013. We provide a four-part series to our participants. I think the series keeps the people engaged, and that's different than just having it be a one-day training. Kudos to Katie Ferguson, who taught me this in the beginning. We've grown and changed things, but without her initial four-part series, it wouldn't be happening. The series includes four separate events, with the first training session in November that includes an introduction for staff so they can start thinking about which students will participate in the student-directed IEP process. And then we don't meet again until January, so they have a long time to be able to start working, read the book, understand it. Kathy builds teacher community through the use of TransitionSource.org's Community Discussion Groups feature. We've created a group each year in Transition Source for each cohort, so that way we're able to interact with the participants between the series trainings as they're scheduled, as well as them being able to communicate with each other and share ideas and resources when that comes up. And then day three is really when we start getting into the logistics of how they're gonna do their presentations and some of those things. We offer the AIR self-determination scale as another optional um, form. That self-determination checklist they do on day one, we also repeat at the end as a follow-up. And then the last day, all our work is done. That's just the celebration. We bring pizza, cake, and balloons, and laugh and cry and just enjoy all of the artifacts. Some are PowerPoint, some are videos, some are a combination. As a result of these trainings, each year, more and more students are gaining control over their futures by increasing their self-determination. We ended up having seven brave pioneering districts that started this and represented 12 students who completed some part or all of their annual review meeting, presented it, I should say. And then we just continued to build from there. The second year, we increased to about 29 districts and 100 students, and it just continued to grow. It's growing exponentially in our region. We couldn't be more proud of it. We had one student who hadn't stepped foot in his school building for four years. He was on home instruction. And he had thought that he was home because of his celiac disease. And his home instruction teacher chose him for a whole number of reasons. And through this process, he was able to identify and determine that he's not home for his celiac disease, but because of his anxiety. They set out a plan for him to start the following school year, still on home instruction, but in a library, not his home, and then a truncated day. That student stepped back in his school building for the first time in four years to present his annual review meeting. I think that is one of the best stories that I like that shows the impact that this process can have on kids. This Transition Results podcast was brought to you by the TransitionSource.org website with support from the New York State Education Department. To learn more about it, log on to TransitionSource.org and click on the Practices tab.